Hey y'all. Hey. So I'm back. You know, and I apologize, but um I'm back. You know, that's what matters. So um today I just want to take the time to share my first ever blog post with y'all and just to give you a quick update on my life right now, I'm just really, you know, getting into the groove of welcoming a, another baby and just um, having a new home and all of that wonderful stuff. But the main thing is, is like right now, currently, I'm in the process of trying to get a site together and put so much on it at once because it's so much that I want to do already with my site. Like I was I already had a had a site like what a year ago, probably. I don't know, but we're not gonna focus on the if ands buts. Which which wish I could have, wish I would have, whatever. Right. We gonna be thankful. We gonna be in full gratitude. And so yeah, that's what I'm working on because my laptop literally just um, got damaged again today. And this is the second time within what a three month time span, time span, six month, three six, three to six months time span that my uh, laptop has been broke. So it's really just my ancestors telling me I have to slow down. I'm really going through. Um, a big transformational um dasha right now if you study astrology i'm i'm dealing with a rahu ketu which is your future and your past like i'm dealing with them two things aligning right now for this year and um it's a lot like i'm thankful i am a stay-at-home mom because no telling where i would be if i was having like if i had no kids and was out here working grinding hustling um yeah like ain't no telling where i would be i'd probably be in somebody's jail honey or um, in somebody's hospital. I don't know, y'all. Like, well, let me stop wishing out that bad stuff. I'm just being trying to be transparent with y'all since I've been gone for so long. But um, in honor of me, like, committing to get this website up and be- being so excited about sharing a talent that not many people know about me, which is that I write. I love to write. I love to research. Um, this was actually, like, one of my best subjects outside of math, like, all throughout school. So, um, I, yeah, I just want to share my first blog post with y'all. And I was like, how cool would it be for y'all to listen? And then after the blog post is posted, I'm most likely going to do like a video of it. So like, yeah, three versions of y'all for every um, blog post I do. I thought that would be like really cool. And um, if you take this idea from me, I expect a shout out. <laughs> no, but for real though, like shout me out if you like took this concept. Okay, just shout me out. Like this is what we need to do with sisters. Okay, period. Anyway, the name of this blog post is... Stay at home mom, a blessing or a curse by Goddess Nadir, aka N. Mighton L. Okay, so y'all, let's get into it. So, of course, like, this is my first ever podcast, like, debuting 
my first ever blog post and so y'all are like getting this early before it's like out there published on the internet so y'all are special so if you feel special listening to this please share it with a friend please show some love okay period like i haven't been on this podcast in forever so if you want more content like this share it show your friends love if you want them to be great and do great okay period i mean i'm still like post anyway but i'm just saying like if you love me and you're listening to this like even if you hate me like just share it like it's gonna come back to you you don't even have to like me to get something good from sharing this post period poo (laughs) okay so here we go in the 21st century the last thing the average quote-unquote black woman still in her youth typically strives to be is a stay-at-home mom essentially dependent on her man financially and raising a family from her own dwelling and for good reasons as well This is a nightmare for many women who have adopted an independent frame of mind and who have been socially conditioned to, quote unquote, never depend on no man. Even women who are just curious or secretly desire such a lifestyle do not feel safe to even explore the concept with their peers due to fear of being ostracized, depending on the type of family she grew up in, of course. The fear behind trusting the husband to provide the necessities for his wife and children and other family members is a well-known reality for most melanated women across the United States. So where does all this stem from within our communities? Are we truly better off without letting men step up to the plate to provide and protect? If we are truly better off without them doing so, is this hurting or helping melanated men as a whole and therefore our families? Do present day melanated sisters even deserve to be stay-at-home moms? Um, So quick side note before I continue. Um, I use the words melanated and indigenous because they're more um, correct in describing my present day sisters. Um, I don't like to use black because black by definition and um, the black law definition, like literally in law, it means dead and melanated people are definitely far from dead. In fact, when you look at dead and even Caucasians, when they die, they turn pale, which is black. So black is, you know, essentially pale and, and dead. So, yeah. A uh, quick side note, if you're wondering why I use melanated and those terms and say quote unquote black. So, shall we continue? <laughs> Let's explore the topic, shall we? Disclaimer. I am not advocating for every woman to be a stay-at-home mom, although when birthing and nurturing our babies, it is indeed most ideal and beneficial for families as a whole, in my opinion, to have this arrangement in place and protected by those who are around the mothers. We as quote-unquote black women claim we want our men to be men while simultaneously doing all of their jobs for them making them indirectly feel unneeded we wonder where all the quote-unquote strong black men are for us when things go south but fail to realize that we don't collectively raise quote-unquote strong black men anymore and for good reasons 
us not having a functioning economy amongst one another is a direct reflection of this. The simple fact that stands alone is that our families are no longer intact. The village is not villaging. (laughs) Y'all get the point. Which has left more and more quote-unquote black women to fend for themselves down throughout the years following Jim Crow. This is a quote from the article that y'all will see on the published blog post on the actual website by Banks in 2019. Black women's higher labor participation rates extended over their lifetimes even after marriage, while white women typically left the labor force after marriage. This quote is from a 1918 article that discussed forcing melanated women out of their homes to take up nanny and maid occupations for white Caucasian households. What comes to mind for me is the movie The Help. Interested yet? Shall I continue? get to the basic most pressing point of the modern and petty fear of being a stay-at-home mom by most younger aged women today and um side quick side note by younger aged i mean um 17 to 40 so let me repeat that <laughs> let us get to the basic most pressing point of the modern and petty fear of being a stay-at-home mom by most younger aged women today. Being cheated on, being at the mercy of someone else financially, and misuse of finances. While no one wants to experience such things, the pressing point remains that our families have been directly attacked for centuries and the time is now to regain who we are as men and women to ensure that we create a better future to live in for future generations to come. It is facts over feelings when it all comes down to it, period. True marriage cannot be built on love alone, and there must be respect for principles, loyalty, values, and compromise between the families when two people get married, not just the parents, the two individuals involved. Structure within the home ensures that things are fulfilled and built from within first and then outside the home. With that being said, the root of too many of our issues as a nation stems from the passed down generational trauma of broken families. How many of us were taught what a woman is or what a man even is? How many of us were taught the importance of self-care and love, let alone had an example of that for my parents? How many of us were taught how to truly get along and build something long-term with each other after just dating? My point is that we have to start somewhere with one another as melanated men and women who identify as such and adhere and uphold basic principles when starting and protecting familyhood again. According to the 1918 article from Greenville, South Carolina, Caucasian females at the time were in desperate need of nannies, household maintenance, or simply just labor done by their melanated female counterparts. Therefore, it became literally against the law or social order at the time for melanated women to be stay-at-home moms. Quote from the Greenville Daily News. 
regardless of whether they want to or have to, able-bodied Negro women in Greenville who are not regularly employed are to be put to work in jail or fined heavily. If melanated women during the post-reconstruction era were having to be forced, yeah, girl, you heard me, forced, <laughs> forced, okay, and coerced, look up that word, it says coerced, into working in the workforce while Caucasian women were still being allowed to be stay-at-home moms, excuse me, were still being allowed to stay home and hire them as maids. How could this be? Is it truly in our best interest now? According to the infamous Dr. Umar Johnson, the quote-unquote black family have always been together even throughout slavery. It was only until the after the 60s when all major movements were seized, crack cocaine was put on the streets, and the new prison and social laws were implemented that we began to see the rise of single mother homes, i.e. broken melanated families across the nation. Historically, melanated women across the globe have been given the non-ideal image of proper mothering, simply because melanated peoples altogether have been dehumanized for generations in the name of exploitation for Caucasian dreams. Revealingly, although whites have devalued black women as mothers to their own children, black women have been the most likely of all women to be employed in the low-wage women's jobs that involve cooking cleaning and caregiving excuse me y'all quick pause remind reminding y'all this is my first time reading my blog post and it's technically an article okay because it's it's not short as you can see so excuse me y'all this is indeed a, um a quote it's a long quote so let me start over Historically, melanated women across the globe have been given the non-ideal image of proper mothering. Simply because melanated peoples altogether have been dehumanized for generations in the name of exploitation for Caucasian dreams. Quote, Revealingly, although whites have devalued black women as mothers to their own children, black women have been the most likely of all women to be employed in the low-wage women's jobs that involve cooking, cleaning, and caregiving, even though this work is associated with mothering more broadly. Discriminatory public policies have reinforced the view of black women as workers rather than as mothers and contributed to black women's economic pro- Cosity. This has been most evident with protective welfare services that enable poor, long white mothers to stay at home and provide care for their children since the early 20th century. These policies were first implemented at the state level with mothers' pensions and then at the national level with the passage of the Social Security Act of 1935. Up until the 1960s, Case workers excluded most poor black women from receiving cash assistance because they expected black women to be employed moms and not stay-at-home moms like white women. End quote. Could this be the very reason why as the collective of melanated women here in the United States have been conditioned to seek refugee in the workforce instead of in the solace of our own homes and our own communities? And that was a question. Um, Again, that's from the Banks 2019 article from the 1918 Greenville. 
We complain about broken homes today and the effects it has on our children and future generations, but we refuse to look at the cause of the core problems of these very situations. We forget that we reside within a society that didn't want us as melanated women to be able to be home to nurture our families and take care of our own young and be able to build our communities from within. We have seen this with Tulsa, Oklahoma and Black Wall Street. We clearly suffer from amnesia as a collective of people along with trauma, of course. We we choose to forget after forgiving too often about everything we have endured as a people and then we expect a quick fix in this microwavable society of course as we do with everything else children cannot nurture and structure themselves alone and if mothers always have to work while dads are in and out of prison are not there at all how will we ever uplift future generations how will we create and protect our inventions that improve the future for us and our children or better yet heal our babies into being better fathers and mothers or to be greater productive and creative members for their communities and in the world at large A stay-at-home mom is literally a cook, a maid, a nanny, a healer, and an entrepreneur too if she runs the family's business all in one. So ladies, if you don't want to want to or see a need to learn basic life skills such as making clothing, cooking, cleaning, clean eating, catering to simple rooms, organizing your life, managing money, and growing food in order to be the best healer and teacher possible for your man and family, then don't bother feeling like a man should pay all of your bills when you don't care for commitment to and actually having a family. This lifestyle certainly isn't meant for every woman, nor is it meant to be. This is why it is important to know who you are and what you want out of life. Most importantly, we have to remember that as women, we weren't made to do all of our jobs alone, which is where it takes a village comes into play. It all comes down to having your family, finding your tribe, and taking your place. Choose wisely because everyone's role is indeed important. So as you can see, I got a little off topic in the article, but I'm going to bring it home on this point right back after this break. Also, before I continue, I want to share this disclaimer. Like, I'm not, this um, article is not meant to, like, down Caucasian women for having the ability to hire housekeeping. I'm all for that, no matter what your race, ethnicity, color is. Um, If you have that capabilities and that functions, um, by all means, you know, focus on what you do best and outsource that household work. I'm all for that. This is simply just to showcase um, a issue within current day melanated and indigenous peoples as far as our mindset as a people um, coming back into working smarter and not harder and supporting one another so that the women who do deserve these functions to outsource this work, um, you know, gets to, you know, because like I said, every woman is not here to carry out and run a household, but um, a lot of women are. And I feel like the women that are, are not supported because we've lost 
values we've we've lost our value systems as indigenous people because with living within this sick infested society they have turned us inside out western culture has literally like pimped us out um as indigenous as melanated as native american people who now present day call ourselves quote-unquote black like i said right so um we've lost our values and um this is what this is like showcasing a, a, a small factor of how we have lost our values and how it's really hurting us um, as a people. So, yeah, like, again, likewise, this is not to say that you shouldn't make your own money if you work from home, you know, um, all for women having their own money. But this is about a structure and dynamic for um, men and women, a family, a culture, a nation period it all builds on one another so i just want to throw that out there before i continue and finish up enjoy <laughs> okay and we are going to finish this article up um please share uh like i don't even i haven't been on here so long i don't even know what anchor does anymore so like like share um if you have liked this article so far so yeah so far so here we go for all of the mothers who are proudly stay-at-home moms in this day and time thank you thank you for putting you and your children first and as well as your husband for understanding the importance of putting you and the children first um, putting your best foot forth and being a homemaker for our communities and ensuring that you create an environment of peace on the daily for your king and family by any means necessary. And shout out to all the moms, period, that have their networks of their sisters, their aunts. I just want to shout out women in general that really come through for other women in their circle because um, I know a lot of women do not have that support like you know we have grandmoms who don't want to be grandmothers because they didn't have the support from their mothers you know so it's really um it really gets into a sticky situation when you talk about um children and prioritizing our most valuable and prized resources as a people um in this day and time are the babies so yeah so our job as women as homemakers as women in general as mothers in general excuse me our job is literally up to obtain the highest form of harmony within ourselves first then our mates and then within the world this is indeed the essence of spirituality for a god and god is self-realized the simple life-sustaining acts of protecting and providing versus nurturing and teaching are the gold mines that our community has placed on the back burner to lead a capitalistic lifestyle essentially in a relationship where the capitalistic lifestyle governs the household the woman and the man in the home compete financially compromising integrity loyalty and compromising altogether what a family even is moving forward for the future requires that we come together and take an honest look at our values and therefore priorities in life as it relates to how our communities and families can really be built and without looking to other groups of peoples to give us a helping hand. 
We cannot continue choosing to be lazy towards working for our dreams, our loved ones, our communities, and our Mother Earth, all of which are waiting to be reinvented for the betterment of humanity simply because or due to fear, which is, again, false evidence appearing real. Shout out to Soso Madame. And Dr. Phil Valentine, hold up. Them, them two of my biggest teachers, period. False evidence appearing real. Fear. Due to fear, period. Nonetheless, that's all it is. Um, and then I put two, well, I put three proverbs below here. So, this is one African proverb. If I am in harmony with my family, that's success. And then I have another African proverb. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And then my last proverb is by Sir Thomas Buxton. And it is, laziness grows on people. It begins in cobwebs and ends in iron chains. The more one has to do, the more he is able to accomplish. And um, yeah, so that concludes my first article and it feels so good being able to read that over again y'all i wrote this article back in like march or april and it is about to be september oh my gosh so like y'all can only imagine the stress that i've been going through like managing two little babies a whole household and trying to get a website up not knowing anything about coding and oh my gosh this stuff is not cheap especially if you want to make a profitable blog so like guys like y'all don't know how special y'all are for like hearing this because you know i've been so frustrated i've been trying to get my content out and i feel like this is will provide me some motivation to like keep like doing either my podcast until my website is ready and definitely just writing period because like I said this is um a talent and it's a gift of mine that like I never knew was worth sharing but yeah it is and I'm proud of myself so again I almost said like comment and subscribe (laughs) but y'all get the point um if y'all like this like please give me feedback um it would really re- mean the world to me so yeah um and i think i like cited like three two or three articles in this because like i said i am a researcher your girl don't play okay about her research period <laughs> been doing this since like ninth grade yeah like math and writing was like my favorite subjects but yeah so see y'all on the next episode tell me how y'all like that tell me like what subjects would y'all want me to talk about um so yeah peace and love see y'all